starts the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, featuring Dan Harsha and Dan Allman. This week's show, we're highlighting the latest in music, life, and we culture. different eyes. Yo, 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 this is Dan Harsha, and this is the Guitar Gurus, and with me always is... Dan Alban here. How you doing tonight, bud? 100%, man. 100%, my friend. I am at full capacity of energy. Nice, man. I'm here, man. I feel so much better. Awesome, dude. I feel it in your voice. I feel it in your energy. Everything's great. I have been looking forward to this. Dude, I am I'm going to give it everything I got tonight, man. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. That's good stuff. Good you got stuff. It, man. Well, last week's show, man, was insane. I listened back, took some notes, and this is what I came away with, all right? Uh, we had Chip Wood on of the Chip Wood Band. His, it was an awesome interview, and I'm looking forward to seeing the growth of the band and seeing where they take it. Absolutely. Because they get yeah. young, and they got the energy, and it was cool. Real yep. great interview. Got him in, got him started, and it was cool. So my hat's off to him. We'll check in with him in a couple months. And see what's up with him in his world. Yeah, thank you, Chip. Cool. And but the star of the night was Southern Maryland's local legend John Lowski. Um, We clocked that interview right about an hour, man. Wow. And we got to dive into a bunch of his insight of him coming up and learning how to play guitar and what gave what gave him the juice to do this. Yeah. And that was really awesome of him to share that with us. Some good access. Dude, the, the time he took with us was extremely gracious, and that interview could have easily been two, three hours. Easily. Because he's got so much more to share, and he's willing to do that. Yeah, we're going to bring him back soon. So we bring appreciate, we have really appreciate his time on here, man. It was great. Yeah, so my hat's off to last week's show. You were a little under the weather, um, but we... we Just a little. <laughs> but like I said, you were a trooper, man. Came through. Got to there. the end, and it was cool. So we yep. saved the day, and it was all good. Yeah. I went home and went straight to bed, man. Right? And slept <laughs> for like three days, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, to congratulate you feeling better, man, I got something for you. Oh. What, what do you think about this? Oh. Oh, man. Oh, that's, yeah. That's the most exciting part about this week. Yeah. Is I'm going to be partaking this week. Let me hear what you got. Oh well, you know. Come I think, on. Uh, let come me see on, if I can. See. Let me see if I can find one somewhere. Oh, oh yeah, here, come on, know. find it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Alvin's back in his usual form tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Feeling good. The energy's good. The show's great. The fans are awesome. The uh, the talent that's coming on and sharing their stories is even better. I love this whole thing, man. All right. Well, cool. Before we get started, let's thank Ollie's for popping these Ollie's. Yes, let's absolutely. Thank, thank you to Ollie's Bar and Grill over there in La Plata for uh, taking care of us. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate that. Right. And while we're talking about them real quick, I want to drop this bombshell. Uh-oh. Exclusive. Right. In the first couple minutes of the show, first exclusive of the night, Ollie's Bar and Grill partnered up with the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, Mortal Kombat Tournament. July 31st, 7 p.m. at Ollie's. Oh, Registration yeah. forms will be coming out next week with the guest lineup or a post right after the guest lineup next week. Oh, man. We're looking to get 32 players locked in. 
There it is. Now, if 32 players lock in quick with the registration forms, we will expand it to 64 players. Just like an NCAA bracket. And it's going to be elimination. Wow. Best two out of three rounds, just like a game, like a match. Oh, my And we're going to turn and burn matches. Yeah. But um, we'll see. We'll try 32 at first. If yeah. it feels quick, we'll add another 32. But let's just plan on that first. But that's the date. And we'll have the graphic on the screen that my buddy Chris Lane made. Cannot wait for that, man. So and um, next week, we'll have a, a, the announcement of the prize for the tournament. Because there is going to be a prize. Oh, there's something to play for. Right. Other than bragging rights. Right. But bragging rights is the ultimate prize of in course. my book. Yeah. But we're going to add a little juice to this one to make Ooh. people want to come out. Mm. So stay tuned for next week to learn what the prize is. But the Mortal Kombat tournament is a go. You should be seeing the graphic right now on the screen. Yeah. It's going to be July 31st at Ollie's Barn Grill, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., roughly. Yes. We got to go later. That's the best thing about Ollie's. They're like, we'll go as long as it takes. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I have a little insider information, which I cannot share, but I will tell you this right now. Sign up when it when it's available for registration. Sign up because the prize is... It's pretty freaking awesome, man. Right. If everything <laughs> works out. That's all I got to say. Right. The prize is insane. It's insane. So that's the tease. So you'll find out what the prize is next week, but registration forms come out the beginning of next week on Monday. Oh, okay. Monday. So you got to put sign up going, man, there's a cool prize coming my way and I want to play. Yeah. You want to get in there and sign up as fast as you can because I... It's the first 32. Yeah. Once those spaces are full... We're not signing up more unless we have another thirty-two. Right. It has to. Be, it all depends on the how much comes back. Exactly. So I'll be impressed if we do thirty-two. I think so, we can hit that number. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm yeah. down with it, man. I'm, I'm let it go. The more I want the to, merrier, dude, man. I want it to be sixty-four. I want it to be at an event. Right. So let's just temper our expectations. Try to get thirty-two <laughs> locked in. Let's do that. And then we'll then we'll move from there. But dude, the tournament is on. Yeah. And I have to tell you, man, Mortal Kombat 11 is awesome. Oh, I'm sure. Man, it's just a great game, man. It's back to the basics with the updated high-definition graphics. Yeah. It's perfect, man. And I can't wait to play really? it on that TV there. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Dude, man. I'm bringing my PlayStation. It's my PlayStation. Your so own everybody personal. that plays, you're going to be playing on my personal PlayStation. Nice. So what we need to do is have people bring a couple extra PlayStation 4 controllers in case something happened to mine we have backups. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not buying a couple more. No, no, no. <laughs> I'd rather just, buy some music gear. Just so. bring some along with you, you know. Right, but we'll work that out. You can't beat it because uh, is it's free, right? Yeah. It's free to free. get in this thing. Yeah, it just got to get, when we put the registration forms out, it's that's the ticket. How fast you get it back to us is if you play or not. Exactly. No fee. Right. No fee. That's what we're doing, man. It's incredible, we're, we're man. For the community. We yeah. just want everybody to come out and hang out. Yeah, it's a social thing, and I think right. it's going to be so much fun to just meet and greet people and see faces we haven't seen in a while, or new faces especially. Right. I'm looking forward to that. Right, man, and we'll, we'll play some video games. Yeah, come bullshit like that, with that's me. That's what we did in the 90s. We all gathered at one place to play a video game. Right. Because it was fun. Yeah. You know, everybody talking trash in the crowd, but keep it civilized. You know, right. There's a right way of doing it and a yeah. wrong way. We don't need a knucklehead wrong way because 
I won't have it. I'll no, call you out. we're not having that. I'll we're call, having and fun. I'm looking to do it. So please, I dare someone to do it. I'm looking to do it. <laughs> I think it's going to be cool. There won't be any problems with I that. Know, I know. <laughs> Everybody's cool. We're getting older, man. Who gives a shit anymore? I just want to kick one person out in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you guys to show up and drink some beer with me. All right. And let's talk shop. Um, I know we're getting ready to get into. Hickey. Oh yeah, yeah. Let, well, hold on. Let me um set up this week's show. And then we'll, then we'll get we'll power up the Ollie's Bar and Grill Soundstage. Yeah, I was system. I was just gonna throw a quick shout out before oh, well, we do that. Go uh, for it. Let's do it. Uh, before we get Higgy on and and get the show business started, I just want to throw a, a quick shout out personally to uh, Outside the Wire over the weekend with Vinny Barbarino and Tom Mays and the guys. Uh, they were gracious enough to have me join in with them on Saturday night at Last Drop, and I sat in for the whole show and I enjoyed it. Great dudes. Get out and check them out. They're a lot of fun. I have to throw that out, man, because it, it was just a great time. I know, dude. I want to get into that at some point in the show real quick. Okay. Because I was supposed to come out there, and I got um, a real bad migraine. Came on to me in the afternoon. Ruined my day. It's all good, man. But, but no, I want to talk about it, though. Okay. So we will know. We'll, we'll find a pocket yeah, to we'll dive into we'll it. We'll do that. But seriously, let's set up this week's show and get it cranking. Um, of course, we're going to have our standard guest on, David Higgins with the Southern Maryland Chronicle. He is back. We'll talk to him, see what's going on in this world. I got the pre-show pamphlet with his information. This week's a doozy. Um, Sean Kirkpatrick, I just talked to him a little while ago, got his signal locked in on the Ollie's Bar Grill. And he's got his stuff ready. It's going to be awesome. So that's our standard guest. There's the show. You know, that's a show. That's a show in itself. Yeah. But... We don't do that down here in Southern Maryland on Music Talk Radio. That's run by Dan and Dan. <laughs> we have some featured guests along with it. Exactly. And tonight is is a really cool night. We got some really two local dudes that are awesome. Um, first up on the mix is our buddy Billy Yeager, or Yeager. I think that's how you say it. Like the like the Jägermeister, right? Yeah, like the Jäger bomb. Yeah, Billy Jägermeister. Yeah. So we're gonna have him on by the recommendations of Teddy. So he jams with Teddy Custer all the time. All right. So we're going to talk to him and see how his world is. That's awesome right there. The buzz is buzzing, There's right? a lot of buzz with having him on here. This is great, man. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to talking to him in a while. Um, and then after we talk to him, we have another local Southern Maryland guy by the name of Mark Glass. That's right. And he plays all the local places. Oh, yeah. And I've been waiting to talk to him, too. And talked about his guitar style, what drives him, and what 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 brings him into the world like this. Yeah, absolutely. And the last time I saw him and, and talked with him, it was he was playing at Spoons. There it is. Yeah. So. And of course, we'll have to squeeze in the Spoons meal review tonight. It was awesome. We put the post out earlier. Uh, the, the ribs, fantastic. We'll talk about it though. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. And we have to get Island Music Guitar of the Week to do too. Can't wait. And this week's is a really cool guitar. So Yeah, it's great. You saw the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but so without further ado, let's get the Ollie's Bar and Grill Soundstage phone system cranking and get Higgy on the beat going with David Higgins of the Southern Maryland Chronicle. Give me some soothing tones, Mr. Yeah, Alden. Yeah, David Higgins, Southern Maryland Chronicle. Check him out online. Your only source for news, weather, and music. It's ringing. Let's see if we can get him. Come on, Higgy. Hey, Higgy, it's Dan. You're in the studio. We're live on the air, brother. How you doing tonight? Not bad, Mr. Harsha. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's great to have you back this week, man. We missed you last week, but Mr. Alpin troopered through and got you done, man. So it was awesome. He did. 
he did a wonderful job. Well, yeah, thank, I, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoyed reading uh, reading your uh, stuff there. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Nice, brother. Well, let's jump right into it, man. What's happening in Southern Maryland this weekend and music? All right. Good evening, Southern Maryland. I'm Dave Higgins for Higgy on the Beat, coming to you live from the Southern Maryland Chronicle Newsroom. Up, uh, this weekend coming up, we're going to be sunny, upper 80, upper mid to upper 80s, with a slight chance of rain on Sunday afternoon. But school's out, so throw the kids in the swimming trunks and just get them outside and get wet. <clears throat> Let's get started with your 10-ounce, 12-pack sampler of what's on tap this weekend in Southern Maryland. On Friday at 6.30 p.m., you have Tracy Allen at Stoney's, Cl- Stoney's Clark's Landing in Hollywood, Maryland. 7 p.m. at the La Plata Town Hall Concert Series Trilogy will be lighting up. At 7 p.m., Drivetrain will be down at the Seabreeze Tiki Bar. At Gilligan's Pier in Newburgh, Maryland, at 9 p.m., you have Go-Go Gadget. On Saturday at 2 p.m., you have Josh Earhart playing at the Perigo Vineyard and Winery in St. Leonard. Over on Solomon's Island at Angler's Seafood Bar and Grill, you got Cowboy Crossing at 8 p.m. At Vera's Beach Club in Leslie, you got Hydra FX at 8. And at Gilligan's Pier in Newburgh, you got West Rice and the Vice at 9 p.m. On Sunday, Father's Day 2019, you have Joe Norris over at the Porter Leonardtown Winery. You have the Ryan Forrester Band at Seabreeze Tiki Bar. At Toots Bar in Hollywood, you've got the Small Town Throwdown with Rachel Harrison, Mike Dameron, Jason Mitchell, and Robbie Kidwell. And then at 4 p.m., you got Funkzilla Unplugged at the Pier in Solomon's. And as a special treat this week, one Friday, the band Trapped returns to Southern Maryland. They were here about a year and a half ago. I had the pleasure of covering them. It was an amazing show. They loved playing here. They said when they swung back around this area, they wanted to play again. Five South got them lined up. That'll be Friday night, June 14th. And local bands only for tonight, Others May Fall, Villanova, and ISM will be opening up for them. And that's your 10-ounce 12-pack sampler for this weekend. Be sure to check out the entire local music schedule, which is released Thursdays at 5 p.m. on SouthernMarylandChronicle.com. <laughs> nice, man. Dude. Great lineup, man. Let me ask you a couple things. Um, Trilogy in La Plata on Friday. I've been to that show with the town hall. Yeah. If, if you need something to do on Friday night and you're in that area, go. It's yes. worth it. Get there early. <laughs> yes, get there early and get a good seat. It, it gets yeah. packed, man. They pack that place up, man. Real, real estate yeah. is hard to come by when they do that. Yes, yeah. and Trilogy has done that show for the past couple years, so they're yeah. a regular on that. It's exactly. It's a now, great time. Um, Go Go Gadget and Gilligan's Pier. What a, what's up with them, man? That That's off my radar, and that's got me um, inquisitive. What, what do you know about them? You know what? That was just the last-minute addition to the schedule. I have never heard of them. Um, it's actually on my list to go look at and find out about these guys. Um, I've never seen them on any of the schedules. Um, I'm assuming they're probably from out of the area. I know Gilligan's Pier does pull some out-of-area artists. Um, so we'll see what that is. All right. Well, cool. Hold on. Um, I don't want to rush this. Um, Saturday night, 8 p.m., Lusby, Maryland, Vera's Beach Club, Hydra Effects. I don't know if anybody's been paying attention on social media, but... Our past guru guest, uh, Derek Rotten, is leaving the band soon. So if yes. you want to check them out before he goes, the dates are dwindling, so you might want to get planning soon. So I wanted to bring yes. that up when I saw that. Yes, I mean, they, they typically have a full summer schedule, so you'll have a lot of chances to see them. But 
basically after Labor Day, he will be moving on to other things. Um, his guitar stuff that he does with re um, refurbishing and cleaning up, and then he's also got the splinters and what is it? Splinters and um, it's like a painting of wood, burning wood thing that he does. Okay. Uh, so he's got he's got a couple different projects going on, and then also his wife has you know full time job. They've got a nice big family, great family. So. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Now, um, on Sunday, I, I recommend the three o'clock um, small town throwdown. Yeah, that's gonna be a little fun. You got Rachel Harrison and Mike Dameron, who are both of by Felicia. Um, Mike Dameron's also of Ism. Right. So, you know, and then you have Jason Mitchell and Robbie Kidwell. So you got a nice little mix of, of vocals there, of instrumental talents. So that's going to be a really good show to see. Right. Hey, and um, Alvin just threw me his phone and pulled up the Go Go Gadget Band. Yes. And, and they're they're out of the area and, and on Facebook they got they got a huge following on Facebook. So yeah, they're they're big okay. time. It's like thirty thousand plus. Yeah. So they okay. got they got a good following. So it, that's probably yeah. a good show to check out if that if that's your area at that time. Actually, you could probably check out the first set of trilogy and then go down there and catch them. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, you're that, not, that could you're be not a good double. Off. Yeah, that's a good double play. That's a double yeah. play. Yeah. Good deal. All right, dude. Well, let's get into some news around here because we didn't do the news last week. So yes. I feel like we're All missing right. out. All right. For those of you whose licenses are not real ID compliant, Maryland has extended the June 5th, 12th, or 18th deadline for 43,000 Marylanders whose licenses are not compliant. These drivers now have until the end of business day on July 3rd to file the appropriate paperwork or they risk having their licenses recalled. The drivers represent more than half of the 80,000 Marylanders whose licenses face the recall and have failed to file the proper paperwork since multiple warnings have been going out since December. Now, for anybody listening, this has been on my paper multiple times. It's been on basically every newspaper and news station right. the past month or so. You can have a real ID ID, but there's a second part of it. It's the required paperwork. Now, a lot of people, these 43,000 individuals, went and got their new license, but they did not have all the required paperwork. So they had a valid license, and they were told, you have until this certain time to get this paperwork in. They've also been warned at least three times that the deadline is coming up. There's two parts to this, the ID and the paperwork. These people do not have the paperwork in. Go to the website. There's a tool to look up to see if yours is my ID compliant. If you go to my website and look up this article, I actually have the web address on there. And it'll tell you exactly what you need. There's multiple forms that you can use. Someone brought up on Facebook today about what about kids that uh, live at home and they don't have bills in their name or, you know, a lease or anything like that. The MVA has always had forms for kids that live at home for, for the parent to sign off saying, yes, this person lives here. Right. This isn't anything new. I mean, it's, just, it's a few more sheets of paper. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I was like, you know how people are, man. They never want to. They want uh. They don't listen. They don't pay attention. They rush through everything. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and then they want to complain when it when something like this happens. People have had the time to do this. These people that are coming up now have had over a year to get this paperwork together. <laughs> you know. No excuse. It's still a bullshit money grab, though. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so, hey, mine's real ID compliant, so I don't care. <laughs> there I didn't is. get a letter, hey, so hey, that's you, my excuse. Here, but. side note. My, the day I issued my last license, the day when I got it renewed, was the last uh, day Was the last day they were doing the old style, so I really was the last one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Charles County and Calvert County were awarded $1.4 million in waterway improvement funds. Small... Smallwood State Park received $1.2 million to replace a bulkhead, upgrade concessions, and upgrade the sanitary system. Chesapeake Beach in Calvert County received $220,000 for beach maintenance dredging and repairing of the town's boat ramp. This past week, U.S. Senators Ben Cardin and Chris Van Hollen, both Democrats of Maryland, have announced $3.9 million in federal funding from the Department of Transportation for the St. Mary's County Regional Airport. This money is going to go to extending one of the runways, which they've been talking about for a while, and also there's some operating needs for the year. And now from the book of I'm just going to throw my life away in one fell swoop. <laughs> on, when, on Wednesday, June 5th, 2019, around 5 a.m., Calvert County sheriffs were notified of a potential armed robbery at the gas station at the Safeway in Prince Frederick. Uh, investigating all day, getting statements. That night, the Maryland Transportation Authority police ended up detaining a gentleman who matched the description and was subsequently arrested for that armed robbery. Well, just Tuesday morning, Montgomery County police have now charged the same man with armed carjacking. Apparently, he went from Prince Frederick to Montgomery County, stole someone's car at gunpoint. Dante, I can't pronounce the middle name. Tyler of Hyattsville, Maryland, and Calvert County has been charged with armed robbery, assault in first degree, and various felony handgun possession charges. And in Montgomery County, armed robbery, armed carjacking, kidnapping, the use of a firearm during the commission of a felony, and first degree assault. Basically, he's facing about 400 years easily. Wow. Congratulations, young man. A really cool story that I put out Tuesday. I got to talk to a young lady from Chapticoke, Maryland. uh, And this is basically how the beginning of the story went. She didn't get the email or the call in the first 24 hours. So that next day, her friend Samantha said, let's go up to the Nationals game. As I'm driving to her house and I'm two minutes away, I decided to check my email real quick. And then I saw it. Congratulations, you're a state finalist, said Miss Maryland. 2020 state finalist finalist Cassidy Lacey. I just started crying because I doubted myself for that one second. Cassidy Lacey is going to be representing Southern Maryland at the 2020 Miss Maryland USA pageant. I really had a lot of fun interviewing. We talked for about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, And I'm going to be doing another story with her as we get closer to the pageant. This first story is more about her career. Uh, It started off on... She's always wanted to be a modeling, but it started off Someone needed a runway model at a bridal show, and one of her friends said, hey, I know somebody. Nice. She is now signed by Route One Apparel. She has walked in New York New York City's Fashion Week twice in two years in a row and L.A.'s Fashion Week. She's modeled for international designers. She's been on the cover of magazines. Uh, an international designer designed a dress for Cosmo that is on the cover of Cosmo, but she wore it during Fashion Week and is, like, pictured... Uh, on the runway with it. Right. So, really good story. You know, right here at Choptico, St. Mary's County. Uh, so, get over there and read that. Will do. Well, congratulations, Cassidy. Good job. 
So a uh, few events coming up for you this weekend down over at MDIR, Maryland National Raceway. You got the XD, XDP Truck Mania. If you like big trucks racing, you like diesel trucks, you like tire smoke, get over there and do it. They have the burnout contest. <laughs> yeah. They have the truck races. Um, I covered this last year, well, two years ago, and I was standing 10 feet away from a semi doing a burnout the longest burnout. Nice. Um, it took him about five minutes to rip the tires apart. Wow. Um, another guy, and I believe it was a Chevy pickup, ended up wrapping his tailpipe around the axle <laughs> during the burnout. So, <laughs> um, this one's a shout out to our friend, Mr. Uh, Dan Alban over there. Down at Waldorf Ford this weekend at the American Muscle Classic Strongman Competition. Uh, big strongman competition going on down there. There's going to be food trucks, live music, um, and the competition itself. From what I understand, David and the Dynamos will be playing there. That's correct. <laughs> nice. And you know who else is? You know who else is playing with us that day? What's that? Mr. Christine is playing with us that day. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I want to let him. I want to give a shout out to him with that. Yeah. All right, and if you want to go out and have some fun at the movies under the stars, Somerset Farm and Mechanicsville will be playing The Goonies this week. Yes, that's one of my favorite movies ever. Yes. So, uh, summertime is is full, uh, full events are in swing now, so be sure to check out the Chronicles local event schedule, which is posted every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. I add new events as I find them or if someone makes them me aware of them. Um, I can't be everywhere, so if you attended a Southern Maryland event, take some pictures for me, send them to me. We'll write something up and get them out there. Good Hell deal. yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, and now this is the time of the week where I typically do the comic relief, but Maryland sports this week isn't a laughing matter. Oh, wow. Oh. So, <laughs> yes, the Baltimore Orioles suck, but <laughs> this week they actually won a few games. They didn't have many games to play, but they did win a few games. They're sitting at 20 and 45, 21 games back. They'll be playing the Red Sox this weekend. Nationals won five games this past week and are sitting at 31 and 35, getting really close back to 500. They are only sitting four games back. Nice. Just a few weeks ago, they were 13 and a half games back. I know, dude. I'm I'm really happy right now. I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to jinx what's going on. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the Nationals will be playing the Diamondbacks this weekend. The Southern Maryland Blue Crabs, what can we say? They're at 15 and 30, 12 games back. However, they are riding a four-game winning streak as of Monday night. They will take on the Skeeters Tuesday night, so we'll see if that winning streak continues. Cool. They will see. be playing the Somerset Patriots this weekend. The Bay Sox on a three-game winning streak are 24-37, and 13.5 games back, and they'll be playing Trenton this weekend. Another Maryland sports team, Arena Football League, the Washington Valor, are sitting at 4-3 and three after scoring twice in the fourth period to beat the Philadelphia Soul, who crushed them earlier in the year. The Valor are now tied with Baltimore for second place, and they'll play Albany Saturday. Little bit of Redskin news. See what you have to say about this, Mr. Harsha. Right. <laughs> Trent Williams has demanded a trade over how a medical condition was handled in the offseason. Uh, we don't have the whole story on it. Some, uh, from what we've been able to gather, other reporters, news reports coming out, was there was some kind of 
um, surgery that was needed on his head. It was believed that it could possibly be something very serious. Um, and it turned out to not be anything, but apparently something happened in the background between Trent Williams and the medical staff, um, and he's not happy about the way it was handled. Jay Gruden's kind of stayed out of it. Right. Um, yeah, so I'm sure we're going to hear about it in a couple more weeks. They just ended OTAs. Um, so, you know, nothing, nobody that nobody's at camp right now uh, mandatory. It's all voluntary. Right. Um, so because the OTAs are voluntary, mandatory minicamp concluded last week. Several key figures of the offense were missing this week, including running back Adrian Peterson and tight end Vernon Davis. That's not to mention uh, left tackle Trey Williams, who was absent for the other reasons. Uh, before before part, departing for the summer, head coach Jay Gruden did state that the running back Darius Gucci and tackle Jerron Christian Sr., among others, would be available at training camp. This past month of OTAs and minicamp has given Gruden plenty of time to analyze what the Redskins' defense might look like. He's seen all pro safety Landon Collins patrol the secondary and linebacker Montez Sweat rush the quarterback. He's witnessed the potential for the young and talented defensive front of Jonathan Allen, Matt Ioannidis, and Deron Payne. But as the players begin their six-week break before minicamp, there's one thing that has stood out to Gruden above all else. And that's the quarterback situation right now. But we'll talk about that next week. I got it. Hey, so, um, what I, if, if it's true what Trent's saying, if he, he doesn't feel comfortable with the medical, then you know what? That's his right to go. Correct. That, that's different. That's different than playing yeah. football. Yeah. You know? And so I'll just leave that be. That man's got to make a decision yeah. on his own health, and everybody needs to stay out of it because that's yeah. health. I, just, I hope different. the situation is you know, cleared up because it would be a, definitely a very big hole missing on that line. Right. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. That's good reporting. The only thing you got wrong, dude, and I'll critique you one time, and it's not a big deal because I'm a good guy, um, is Darius. His last name is Geis, not Gucci. Okay. So, no worries. <laughs> I'm sorry, hey. man. Hey, hey potato, you're, potato. Hey, you're trying. To, you're, <laughs> hey, you're trying, man. It's cool. Now, we have something very big to talk about this week. Okay. The 2019 Women's World Cup opened up this Saturday. Oh, yeah. And the U.S. women defending champions played Tuesday afternoon against Thailand. <laughs> right, watching it. Yeah. Yes, I was watching that. And um, a- as you know, and several of the readers and my friends, I coach youth soccer. Um, I've been a big fan of women's soccer for a long time. I actually started a website and a Facebook page during the last World Cup because um, I got tired of a lot of the spam going into the, the Facebook pages. Right. So I've been, I follow the NWLS. Um, all that so we have the defending champs going against thailand defending champs are favored to win uh and let's just say they put an exclamation point behind that today oh man Insane. 13 to 0 was the final score what what was that again 13 to 0 zero <laughs> dude it was an asshole up and down the field. Uh, oh this was the most God. dominant performance in women's world cup history yeah. It was the record margin in a World Cup game. It was also the most goals scored by a U.S. women's team in the World Cup. Holy smokes. Several, right. several big stats stand out in this. Namely, Carly Lloyd, who is riding the bench now. If you remember correctly, she had the hat trick to win the last World Cup. Right, yeah. Um, she came in, and I believe it was like 65th minute. Um, 
scored a goal in the 90th minute going into OT and preserved a five-game scoring streak in the World Cup. Nice. That's unheard of. <clears throat> Alex Morgan, who is the face of the U.S. national soccer team, women's soccer team. This is her second World Cup. She did not score a single goal in the last World Cup. Oh, wow. She has five today. <laughs> Never put the two on, man. Everybody gets a turn. <laughs> and yeah. for those of you who don't know, you know, three is called a hat trick. Five goals is called a glut. A <laughs> glut. We got a glut. So, Alex's Morgan's five goals also ties Michelle Akers from the 1991 team. Uh, Rose Lavelle and Sam Hughes both had a brace, which is two goals. Um, this was also Sam Hughes' World Cup debut. Nice. Haran, Rapino, Pugh, and Carly Lloyd all had one goal apiece. Mm. So uh, they really poured, poured it on. I believe it was right after halftime and about a span of six minutes, they scored seven goals. Yeah, it was insane. It, that's crazy. It, it was literally like every time they touched the ball, it just went in. Right. I, I think that's called a Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's good uh, a few things problem. that stood out, like in, in how dominant this performance was. The U.S. women had 20 shots on goal. Right. They had 73% time of possession. Wow. 645 passes to 113. <laughs> Jeez. They had an 83% accuracy with those passes. And they had 10 corners to Thailand zero. Yeah. So it was definitely a dominant performance. Um, Thailand is one of the bottom tier teams. So you can't really read too much into it when you're playing three-time world champions versus a team that could barely make it in the World Cup. Um, But it does say a lot for how much they spread that ball out. Yeah. And also with Carly Lloyd coming off the bench scoring, with Alex Morgan just dropping them like, like it's hot. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Yeah, yeah. When you when you um, hear those stats like that, yeah, they're playing a bottom tier team, but it also shows that they've got their stuff together. And they, that's, they weren't they that's weren't coming a, down to that level. They were they were just continuing to play their game. Right. That's enough to yeah. psychologically psych out the next opponent. Oh just yeah. Just knowing how with, they how play they've chili got on Sunday afternoon. Right. <laughs> That's cool stuff, man. You really you came back this week and served up the news, Higgy, man. Really appreciate it. So, uh, don't forget to send us your tips of what's going on in your community at tips@southernmarylandchronicle.com, and that's your weekly wrap on news. As always, follow the Chronicle on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash somd chronicle or www.southernmarylandchronicle.com for all your local, state, regional news, weather, and sports. And I will see you guys next week. Thanks, Hickey. Thank you, David. Appreciate all right. it. All right, man. Dude, he's out. Oh, yeah. Dude, man. He's got work to do, man. Dude, he's serving he got, up the news, He ain't man. got time to talk to us. Oh, yeah. He loves it, dude. We yeah. love him. The Southern Maryland Chronicle. <laughs> Check him out. SouthernMarylandChronicle.com. Yes. Get over Can't there. Bore you enough. Click the entertainment tab. Check out all your guru pals. He's got us a really nice page over there, there man. There it is, man. Go there. Click. Show me a click, man. Someone send me a video of checking it out, man. Dude, Do something like that, man. Up, man. Yeah, call the call them out. Do right, it, man. man. Go Do there. It. Check out the Chronicle, man. Screw it. dude. If you're if you still go to Yahoo, you're an asshole. All right, that's what I'm gonna say. You're a fucking asshole. Go to the Chronicle. Make it your homepage. I'm sorry, sir. You still have a net zero account.
Right. <laughs> you know who you are. I'm sure there's a few of you. Right. Exactly. So, dude, that was it. Higgy, man, we love you guys, dude. Thanks, man. Ollie's Bar and Grill, Sound Stage Frozen's cranking, dude. We're going to get Sean Kirkpatrick on. We're going to do the double tap, dude. We're a little behind. We got to get ready because um, yeah. Billy Yeager, he's, his time slot's coming up, and we got to get ready for him, dude. And, Let's do it, and man. We got to fit in some other stuff. Um, shout out to Spoon's Barbecue, La Plata, Maryland. They gave us the meal tonight. Absolutely. I think I'm just going to do multiple plugs for them tonight yeah. for the food now. Instead of do the whole review thing. But, dude, go check them out. Down on the plate of parking lots. Awesome. You know, just go in there and go. Through. Dan said the parking lot's awesome. And they're going to give you a discount. Check it out. Spoons Barbecue La Plata, Maryland. Yes, indeed. Cool. We're going to fire up the Ollie's Bar and Grill Sound Stage Let's see again. if we can keep Sean in 60 seconds. To 60 seconds. <laughs> nah, we need them a little longer than that tonight. Nah, I'm just kidding. Let's do it. Let's get some soothing tones, Mr. Alvin. Soothing tones. It's Sean in 60 seconds. Brought to you by the Southern Melody Guitar Guru Show. Right. We're still looking for sponsors. Sponsors available. Come on, Sean. Pick it up. Let's see what he's got planned for this hello. Uh, yeah, it's going to work. Hola. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, oh, hi. Oh. It's Dan. You're on the air. <laughs> Dude. How you guys doing? If you have reached this message in error, please hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're doing fantastic, man. We're, we're glad to have you back. Um, Mr. Alban's feeling like a million dollars tonight compared to last week. So, man, we got oh, some. Man, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you, brother. I'm I'm back in the zone, my friend. Back you can in the just zone. Just tell, dude. He's just glowing over here. It's awesome. Yeah, man. It was. Yeah. It, it felt weird without without your uh, input last time. Yeah, I was. I was. I was here, but I wasn't here. Yeah, dude, he was. Right. A, dude, he was a trooper, man. That's why we named the show after him, man. It was awesome. Well, that's why it's a podcast and not on video, so you couldn't see all the snot coming out of his nose and the oh. rings around his eyes from being sick. Yeah, I was green. Yeah, he had the little bottle of NyQuil beside him. We were dosing him up in between breaks. It was ah. awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Getting them get get neti pots ready. <laughs> open them up. <laughs> One or two enemas. Enemas, they got me through, man. Shit, so. man. I had a mash unit set up in here, man. You yeah, had like IV running. You guys try to do a neti pot. That'd be funny as shit. Oh, Have double, you ever done one? A double oh, dude, neti, I, I suffer allergies my whole life, dude. I live with a neti pot, man. It's awesome. Man, I had allergies my whole life. I've never done one. They oh, just look weird. Dude, it's awesome, man. Do not use the tap water. You have to use distilled water. Right. Just, that's the secret. Or you will die. <laughs> no. Well, this is this is a thing that I'm missing out on, apparently. I guess. I thought it was just a weird, like, Japanese thing. No, no dude. No, it, it's it's legit, deal, dude. It's like, basically, it's like taking brake cleaner to some dirty brake parts, and it comes way super clean. That's what it does, man. It yeah. just clears you it's out. An, it's an enema for your face. Yeah. It's a face <laughs> enema. Yeah. A nasal enema. That's right. That's right. Well, there's a sound bite for you. Yeah. So the Nailing Guitar Gurus, an enema for your face. Enema yeah. for your face. Uh, Netty pots available. <laughs> with the gurus uh, on the box. With our face on the side. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Dude, what's what? up, Sean? What's up, brother? Yeah, what happened with the shows this past weekend? Oh, man. So we played at Twain's Tavern on Friday night. Mark Twain? And, um, what's that? Mark Twain's Tavern? Yeah, actually. Nice. The, the place is actually inspired by Mark Twain's. However, I... it used to be called Bamboo Bernie's, and it was like a pirate bar. And it's a big-ass place, and it's a really nice spot in like Pasadena, where and it's like where everybody goes. So, I mean, it's always a good time there. Like, 
shit tons of people show up there from all over the place and they're just a bunch of characters man everybody's got it got their own story nice. we got some regulars that i've seen there nice. when i first started going there actually with the beans and i was doing light shows for them there was this girl there that was always there she would stand right over by the subwoofer and she would do ballet recitals no oh, joke man. like in a tutu and everything like doing full-on like and it was like great. home like youtube video ballet like you could tell it wasn't like the way it was supposed to be done. <laughs> she was trying so hard. Oh, no. I mean, it was like the best thing. I would, I would look forward to that every time I go back there. It's like, man, I haven't seen her since. I haven't seen her since they changed it to Twain's. So I don't know what the, what the situation is with that. Maybe Aww. she uh, got some real lessons in this doing like real ballet up in like Broadway or something. Or she got hit by a bus. I mean, maybe, she, maybe I she's I mean, let's dead. hope that's not the case. <laughs> Yeah, you got to. I mean, the possibility in Pasadena. Have you ever, like, I mean, have you ever just like walked around town in Pasadena? No. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you got to. Um, next time you go to themed restaurants like that, you got to take a picture of the menu and send it to me so I can see how they name their food. <laughs> I'm always intrigued by that. It's like bar rescue. Look yeah, at that. yeah, right. I just want to see the marketing. <laughs> you know, you should actually pitch that idea to them because they don't have any themed food there. It's oh. all just like like they have like a Santa Fe chicken salad and like whatever. What? I mean, it's all really good food, but none of the names are like Twain, Mark Twain inspired or anything like that. Oh I think they God. might have like a two tails club sandwich or something, maybe, but that's about it. <laughs> They're missing out on yeah, a whole dude, market, I, man. I can't, I can't, if they don't even know that, I can't help that You know out. how clever Mark Twain was? I mean, the guy was brilliant. And they're missing out on that whole market. I know, man. With I mean, all I remember is spending like three chapters trying to get the, the, the setting down for a freaking novel. I mean, <laughs> it's so descriptive. I mean, I, 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 like a club sandwich would be like a wheat and, and yeast-inspired loaf of ham and... <laughs> So on and so forth for like like the name of the sandwich would be longer than the actual ingredients list. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. Right, right. Yeah, so, so as people get drunker as the night goes on, you see them struggle to order. It'd be awesome, what the man. Fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. So, dude, so the show was awesome. You had a good time. Did y'all place? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, like, um, there's there was a lady that came up out there. Her name is Terry Hawkins, and she does a lot of uh, photographs for a lot of Starly bands. Right. And um, but we were actually struggling with some uh, because we just I, I don't know if I mentioned before, but we got a new uh, in-ear rack for our, our mixing console. So we basically were starting off from scratch. We got we've only had we've only used this console like maybe two or three gigs, and right. Hannah's in-ear mix got so fucked up. I mean, it was awful during the first set, apparently, and she couldn't hear a goddamn thing. Wow. And, um, you know, I mean, she, she was obviously not having a good time from what we could tell. But then when I saw the pictures, I, I mean, it, it's, it's night and day. Like, she doesn't, like, it's just, she played it off like a champion, so I got to give her props on that one because, I mean, in all the photos, you can't tell that she's bothered by anything. That's good, man. That's real cool. Real cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I got to give her props on that one. Um, luckily, well, unluckily, I forgot my laptop, so we brought an entire light show with no controller. <laughs> luckily, Twain's has a full production system, so they have an entire light show, and normally when I bring my stuff and everything's all working and feng shui, I just tell them to turn their shit off, I got the lights, don't worry about that, and we're good to go. So, 
of all venues to forget my controller, that was probably the best venue to fucking forget it. So what's the new band protocol now since you forgot it? Because I know that was a discussion. Uh, there is none. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It wasn't a discussion. It was just. It was honestly like because. And I'm not going to get into like the, the financial things of it, but they don't really pay us enough to put, do a full production gig there. Ah, I mean, they, they, their right, contract right. says production provided, and so we give them that price, but it is a really cool venue, and we want to get establish a good foundation there. And so we, we've been bringing the light show, but you know it hasn't really been doing much of a difference. It hasn't been making much of a difference, so I, quote-unquote, forgot my laptop. <laughs> I got you. No problem, brother. Hey, dudes, where are you playing at this weekend? Oh, um, so Friday night we're actually doing the Town of La Plata Summer Concert Series. We talked about So we'll about be that. right in front of Town Hall, and it's an all-ages gig, and you guys can bring your own coolers and stuff like that. They got, like, a playground and everything set up there. Yeah, that's um, cool. And we get to jam out for from 7 to 9 p.m. Nice. And yeah. then uh, Saturday we're down at Dockside in Colonial Beach, Virginia. They uh, advertised 8 to 12, however the contract said 9 to 1. So we had a sound guy who was going to show up at like 8.30, but uh, we don't know what the hell the situation is about that. So I'm calling out to anybody who's listening who might know how to do sound. We have a pretty easy gig for you Saturday night if you if you fucking need it. Nice. Nice. There you go. Good Listen, up. Listen what, up, everyone. Where's Jerome at? Get Jerome on it. <laughs> That's good stuff, oh, dude. Jer- oh, yeah. Molsack. Yeah, there it is. There's your guy, dude. Call him up. I'm sure he's probably busy, but I'll definitely send him a message. That's a good idea. See? There it is. Guru Nation. Where you be, Jerome? We got a guy for you. Yes, sir. <laughs> he's lurking. All right, dude. Hey, we're running a couple minutes um, behind tonight, so we're going to have to cut you short tonight. But, um, dude, as always, you're home here on the Gurus. We love you, man. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You guys have a great night. Hey, you too, man. Well, let's catch up for a beer soon, okay? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All, All right. right, man. Take it easy, Sean. We'll see you. See you. Right. My man. There it Sean is. Kirkpatrick. Sean in 60 seconds. Nice. Weekly regular guest. We love having him on. Always a pleasure. That's right, dude. Well, dude, um, we're going to take a break. Get reset. We've gone a little over 45 minutes. Wow. Strong. Already? Already, dude. Just fine. That's how much the energy is flowing tonight. Uh, we're just cranking through it, and then we're just doing our thing. So I'm going to take a break, get everything set up, get Billy Yeager, Yeager on the phone, and learn his story, man. Yeah, Then after we wait. talk to him, we'll squeeze in the guitar of the week, and then we'll, we'll wrap up the show with Mark Glass and then do two for Tuesday for shout-out somewhere in there. We'll get we'll, him in. We'll, we'll get him in. It's going to be fun. So everybody's got to pay attention, sit back, relax, crack a couple ones, yeah. cold ones, and... Or pop a couple ollies with us and yeah. listen up, man. Have one with us and sit back and just enjoy, man. Right. It's it's the Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan, and we're here to, to guide you tonight. It's, it's, it's show night. Yes, let us take you on this journey right. of, av- of adventure. Right. And on, here, here's a tease for the other side of the break. When we come back, we're going to throw out an idea that we were talking about over dinner tonight. And see what people think. Ooh, we're going to do get a little market, market research. A little market research. Southern Maryland guitar guru market research. I like how you try to do the, my voice. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. But it's cool. That's our dynamic. Yeah. 
This we have fun we, with this. Yeah, man. This yeah. Is what we do. Because sometimes I'll go, yo, yo, yo. Yeah. And it's just not the same. It's not the same. Right. No, but right. we have fun. <laughs> right. All right. So it's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. We'll be right back after this break. Back from break, man. The show's cranking, man. Episode 30 is this what's up, man. The energy level is just at an all-time high right now, man. This is 30? Episode 30. The, <laughs> what we, yeah! We call it the Dirty 30, brother. The Dirty 30. Yeah. I like it. That's right. That's I like a, that. Exactly, man. We're popping ollies. The, wow, The phone man. system's cranking tonight, man. Spoons delivering with the food again, man. I can't implore that enough. Go there. There's Korean so barbecue is the new thing. For real, update your file. <laughs> update the file. I do it all the time. I yeah. ask all the time. I mean, it's no shame to say, "Hey, man, I'm trying to update my file. Help me out." Yeah. So you know, no that's shame. What we do here, man. Help yeah. one another out. That's right, man. Uh, we we really we love the support. The sponsors are great. Got to get out there and go to Spoons, man. Just yeah. do it. And then check out a show at Ollie's that night. Yeah. And then it, it, like I'm still waiting for someone to do a three-peat. I am, too. And I've had a couple people talk uh, contact me in the last week or so that said they were going to attempt it. Wow. They haven't succeeded, but they were trying. You don't have to do it all in one day. Just document it. I'll give you a two-day Parian, I mean, yeah. Just go to all three places and document it. Just and when do you it. get it done, send it in. We'll call you. Yeah, you get five minutes. Yeah, we'll talk story. And if I'm at one of those places or Dan is, and you run one of us, you get ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, <laughs> before we bore everybody to death, let's get our first featured guest on the phone, um, Billy Yeager. Um, Good dude, plays with Teddy all the time. He's got an acoustic. He's a hell of a player, a hell of a singer, um, an all-around good guy from what everybody's been telling me. Absolutely. So, um, dude, give me some soothing tones. I'm going to get the Ollie's Barn Grill soundstage phone system cranking. We're going to get Billy on the horn and hear his story, man. Can't wait, man. Cool. Let's dial it. Do it. Ollie's Bar and Grill phone soundstage system. Soundstage phone system. Yep, it's ringing, dude. It's cranking, man. God, it sounds so good, man. Ollie's, thank you. So cool. So cool. Hello. Hey, Billy, it's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? What's going on, brother? Oh, man, we're just here in the studio, dude. I got your mic lit. You're hot here. Um, Dan Albin's my co-host. He's here. Dan Albin, say hi to Billy. Hey, good evening, Billy. How are you, man? What's up, Dan? How you doing, brother? Good, man. It's nice to talk to you. Thanks for taking your time with us on the show. Oh, no problem. Nice, dude. Well, dude, you've been listening to some episodes, I think. You know how it works around here. You're first-timer. We love having first-timers on, but you're, 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 when we have you on for the first time, we want to hear your story. We want to hear your background, so let us know what you do, man. Tell, talk to us about it. 
Well, man, I've been playing music now for probably a little over 20 years. You know, uh, I started out about 20 years old playing in a little band called Bottoms Up. You know, uh, a little band out of Brian's Road. They're all about 10, 15 years older than me. Uh, never thought I'd do the music thing. I was always an athlete. I played football, baseball, and wrestled. And, you know, uh, I didn't think music was really in the cards for me, but... Uh, you know, life changes and uh, kind of guitar fell on my hand at like 18 and I had a dad to play and a grandma to, grandmother to play. But, uh, oh, wow. you know, so here I am 20 something years later, you know, I mean, we did the whole car 54 thing for uh, probably almost 20 years. Oh. We did the original music scene. Uh, we did the cover scene. We did the acoustic scene. <laughs> you know, uh, Dane Roby and I, I mean, we we had that band together for a long, long time. And uh it was a good it was a good run oh, good old dang good old dang yeah good old dang yeah man that's cool man well dude i know you're gent you're i see your name everywhere you're always playing somewhere so how do you manage it all man well how do you just keep it all together uh, well i love music you know i mean I just kind of get up in the morning and do my day job and you know i gotta play music for some certain reasons and stuff like that but uh first and foremost i love music you know and um i love all the cats that i play with you know teddy custer you had him on a couple weeks ago right. steve roby phenomenal sax player kevin quinn the original frontman from hydrofax another amazing sax player you know we got rusty williams sitting in with us here in a couple weeks at gilligan's you know rusty's you know, probably hands down one of the best hand percussionists in the D.C. metropolitan area, if not the East Coast. Wow. Um, so I surround myself with phenomenal players, you know, so I don't really got to work that hard when I got them badasses, but you know what I mean? <laughs> there you <laughs> go. That's a pro move right there, man. I love it. Yeah, love so it. there's so much talent here in Southern Maryland. You know, I, I embrace the music community. You know, big time, when the young ones come up, you got like uh, Sumner Hutchinson coming up. He's a young and phenomenal. He plays guitar like John uh, Mayer, sings like Frank Sinatra. You got Jason Mitchell. He's like the young rocker guy, man. He's oh, yeah, full of fire. He's the Mitch, man. That's the Mitch. We call him you the got Mitch. Bradley Turner. You know, I mean, Bradley Turner, he's a fireball in country music. You got Abby Booth. I mean, you got a, there's, there's so many, there's so many names. I'm not going to sit here and list them all, but... Uh, we're very blessed to have the, uh, you know, uh, the community that we do for music. It's like, I call it like, uh, I'm not a big country guy. You know, I do like country music, so don't hate on me. Right. But uh, I call it this like Southern Maryland, like Little Nashville. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, there's just so much talent here. But that That's why we're doing our show, man. We're trying to bring it to light. We're trying to get it out there. And then we also want an avenue for our artists to get out there to promote them, themselves, their bands, their brands, so so they don't get defeated and quit. Because we know what we got here is special, man. Because dude, it's it, we, sure. we're stacked, man, and and we don't get the run. We don't get the run, man. It's, un, it's you, you know, twenty years ago, you know, the, I mean, the music community has grown so much over the last twenty something years. You know, my mentor was a man named John Lusky. I think you had him on last week. That's right. Uh, John Lusky's the man, you know. Back in the day, I followed John from like uh, his boy Elroy. I was a little bit late on the cut on that, but uh, John and I have been great friends. We're like brothers, you know, throughout all these years, and I've learned so much from him. But what I will say 
is that the music scene back then was completely different than it is now. You're seeing a lot more musicians, healthy musicians, right. which is phenomenal. Back in the day, you know, you played, you know, um, it was hard to get gigs. You had to knock on doors. You had to like do whatever. And if you were doing, if your band was doing good, there was other bands trying to knock you down to try to be above you. Right. So now you have, you know, you have musicians from different bands playing with other musicians from different bands, just like in sit-ins and free jams and backing each other, you know. So, you know, doing you, you guys show, man, it's phenomenal. You know, I hope it keeps blowing up and it keeps doing well because you know you're showcasing all the talent down here in Southern Maryland. So, yeah, you're, thank you guys for that. Thank you, Billy. We appreciate that. Those kind words. You nailed it, man. We've we've talked about this on this show. I mean, we're 30 episodes in, and we've talked about this from the beginning about how we were coming up. No one would help you. They would just just shun you, and you just couldn't get anything. And now this is the best time to be uh, in the music scene in this area. So many people are helping each other. We can't stress that enough. And when you touched on that, that's exactly what we have just been saying. It's it's amazing. Like the other the other night, I, I sat in with uh, with Vinny and Outside the Wire, and Kevin Quinn was there, and he got up and sang a couple songs too. Yeah, he I love just, both of them boys. That, I just that, bought a guitar from Vinny. Oh uh, in fact, yeah. I played it for the first time uh, <laughs> this past weekend. And uh, hey, Vinny, if you're listening, I know you probably are, but uh, the guitar kicked ass, bro. Yeah. So uh, you got that a, acoustic. Yeah, I bought that Gibson. Nice. Right. I love it, dude. Yeah. Good stuff. But I have Dave Thompson down at Island Music. I don't, got, I don't know if you guys use Dave or not, but Dave's a beast. Oh, He's yeah. working on my uh, tack of yeah. If you want to talk about some gear, you know, I'm not the very techy gear guy. You know, I'm more straight up in your face. Give me a guitar and a microphone, and I'm just going to, you know, just bring you everything I got. But, um, Dave Thompson, you know, he works on a lot of the locals' guitars and stuff down at Island Music, and uh, yep. he just worked on a couple of Takaminis of mine. I'm more of a tack player, right? Um, you know, once again, I'm not a huge country fan, but Garth Brooks does play a Takamini, and like for the price of those guitars, you can beat the living tar out of them, <laughs> and uh, you know they they keep coming back for more. So I'm not the kind of guy that's going to buy the Taylor or the Martin. And for like $2,000 and then end up putting a hole in it because I don't use a pick. I use my fingers and, you know, I beat the guitar a lot. So I'd be scared to death to break something like that, you know? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Did, we just had a Takamini in here for the guitars a week, a couple weeks ago. I love Takaminis. Yeah, so, for, for the price, man, it's a great guitar, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're an established brand that's been around for a while. That that means something. So no shame in that game. Actually, it's a it's a workhorse for when you're out constantly gigging, man. Right. Yeah. 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 I completely agree. You know, uh, I was actually. Uh, you guys ever heard of the band The Works? I was playing down in Colonial Beach, Virginia this past weekend, and the gentleman that fronts the band The Works, his name's uh, Jerry Wimmer. And uh, Jerry's been jamming for over 30 years, and uh, we were just we were just like after my show was over, as he was setting up after me, uh, we were talking about guitars, and he's been playing, he's been playing Attack for over 25 years, and you know this dude jams five to seven days a week, and you know, you know, like technology has come so far, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I do appreciate the people that use the looper pedals and do all the cool effects, you know. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's super talented, you know, but I like to just concentrate on playing guitar and singing the song, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm old school like that, too, man. I get it. Big time. 
big time. So where can we catch you at, man? Where, where, where? What's your schedule looking like in the next couple of weeks? Well, actually, this is a very, actually, it's a very blessed week for me. Uh, I don't have a show until Saturday, <laughs> which is awesome for me because this is the, probably the first like work, like work week that I'm not playing one or two shows before the weekend. But I'll be at uh, Dockside in Deal, Maryland, on Saturday playing a little outside tiki bar from like six to nine i do believe okay i don't know who will be playing with me sometimes teddy shows up sometimes somebody else might show up with something but um it might just be me but it's gonna it's gonna be a fun time you know it's always uh it's always a good time down there at dockside deal so uh, and then i'll be back at the pier in solomon's i'll play the pier in solomon's every other wednesday and i was currently doing the rex every other wednesday the opposite Wednesdays, but now they're going to move their music to Thursdays. So I'll do one Thursday a month. Got it. And uh, we got some Gilligans coming up on the 22nd. That'll be uh, Steve Roby and Rusty Williams joining me. And I, I, to be honest with you, I mean, I really have to look at the schedule because there's, there's, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I mean, you. I forgot what I ate for lunch today. You know? You're that book, man. I love it. I love being that busy. You can't remember them all. Isn't it great? That's awesome. That's a good feeling. Yeah, but you know, I mean, once again, I would, you know, everybody listening to the show, uh, you know, give it up for the dance. You know, uh, I give you guys mad props for doing this, these types of shows. Uh, I've never been on anything like this. Right. But what I will honestly say is that I do, uh, I do highly respect this. But, uh, so basically, man, uh, that's. Thank you, Billy. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's pretty cool. I remember the first time I listened to to you guys' show, and I was like, you know, I didn't, I didn't really know what to do. I think you guys were probably a few episodes in. I'm, I'm a busy dude, you know what I mean? Right. So I actually sat down, and I, and I listened. And I was like, you know, this is cool shit, you know what I mean? This is like, this is like cool. Like, I go back into the 99.1 HFS days, you know, and, uh, you know, the old school DC Right. You know, especially HFS, it was more about the local music scene yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. it was really in-depth. And, you know, I think radio in general has kind of really lost that, um, especially like in the rock world. Like rock music really needs to make a comeback. Um, there's just so many, there's just so much, so much crazy stuff going on in the music world these days. Um, I mean, the studios now, I mean, you don't even have to be able to sing anymore. You can go into the studio and they can put like auto tune on your voice and they can just, they can make anybody a star who they want. But, uh, the gatekeepers. Yeah. But I, what, what I will say is that there's so many talented people out there and, uh, you know, for me, I mean, I didn't pick a guitar until I was 18 years old. And if anybody's out there that is listening, uh, that doesn't play music, that loves music, it's never too late to pick an instrument up. That's right. That's and awesome. uh, and just yeah. express yourself musically. I mean, there's no rules in music. You know, music is completely 100% medicine. And, uh, you know, uh, I think everybody should be a part of it in some way, shape, or form. Amen, man. Well Amen. said, my friend. Well said, man. You're absolutely right. It's therapeutic. And you are free to express yourself any way that comes out. That's that's the beauty of the creation process, man. So listen to what our listeners, I want our listeners to hear what you just said, Billy, because that resonates, man. And it, it is so true, man. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I love what you guys do once again. But um, you know, I mean, there, there's so many things wrong and right with the music world these days. You know, and just in my opinion, you know, it's just my opinion, right? Uh, but I see so many of our local musicians working their asses off right now. You know, so some of them are playing up and down the coast. Yeah. Some of them are going even further. Some of them are just, you know, just brawling, you know, through through the bars throughout the metropolitan area. You know, um, we got we have so many talented guys, Mike Damron, Steve Nelson, Matt Garrett, Funkzilla, you know. Um, I mean, I could just sit here and just name so many people. You can go into any one of these venues down here in the St. Mary's Calvary Little Hub. This is what I call Little Nashville. Right. Like, there's probably like 25, 30 bars. You can go in there from Tuesday on, sometimes even on Mondays. And you can probably walk into like half these bars and just see phenomenal music. Absolutely. And a lot of these locals down here, they don't realize how good they got it. You go in some different regions of the uh, country or whatever, they don't have that kind of stuff, man. Not at all. Not at all. Nope. And... Um, we're very blessed to have a community like that. We are, and I'm hearing uh, I'm hearing this phrase thrown out a lot more than I've ever heard lately. What you just said about it's Little Nashville down here, yes, that, sir. That phrase is popping up a lot more and more over the last couple months, in in particular. Where you know a lot of people reference Nashville with country music, but if you ever you know, I mean. If you listen to a lot of the bands that have came out of Nashville, I mean, you just have phenomenal musicians. Exactly. You know, and uh, probably like I want to say about eight to ten years ago, a lot of guys flipped their genres. You know, they completely flipped their genre of music to country music because country music was the easiest avenue to make it in. You know, at the time, now country music has just blown up so much. It's just pretty much taken over the radio. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. But, uh, I do miss my rock, man. I don't, you know, there, I mean, there's still some rockers out there, but I really kind of wish rock would kind of come back, you know? Me too, man. The, Me it, too. It's the rock delivery system. The I, delivery I system's broke. I'm sure there's great rock bands out there. It's just how they get delivered to you. It's just a screwed sure. up. Sure. Yeah. You know, I'm more of the bluesy, soulful guy. You know, you can bring back a little bit of Al Green and more of a gay style stuff too, you know? I mean, I don't, you know, I wouldn't hate on that at all because that was the good stuff. Right. You know? Um, right. But yeah. Well, so uh, so what? What's your favorite guitar that you play on stage that you need with you at every show right now? What's your favorite guitar? It, you know, I have a, uh, I have, I have two Takaminis, and uh, you know, the the oldest one's probably a little over sixteen years, and I've pretty much played that guitar for the last sixteen years on stage and uh this past weekend like i said i had to finally get it worked on because i needed some stuff done right so i took it a day <laughs> but so i for the first time i played another guitar and that was actually this sunday and i played that gibson mm-hmm. and it sounded great but i just it's just it's it's just like you know you're good you, you play guitar man right. so you know you're comfortable with your your acts you know right like the weight the feel of it and stuff like that but uh I'm a tack man, and uh, you know, I'll always be a tack guy. Yeah, I love the I love yeah. the passion behind that answer, man. That's yeah. good, man. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, most guys play with picks. I mean, I'm sure you guys play picks. Most most of you guys do. Um, you know, so my dad, my dad was a Detroit city rocker. Um, 
he he played in the band uh, in Detroit, and he got to open for the Almond Brothers. They were runners up to Ted Nugent before the uh, Amboy Dukes. Wow! And That's a great story um, my right grandmother, there. she played and sang on the radio in West Virginia. Her name was Geneva Hayes, wow. and you know she was a beautiful, dark-haired, green-eyed, or hazel-eyed woman that had the voice of an angel. And she would just, she just loved to just sit there and uh, mm. she loved Ray Charles. And you know, as a kid, you know, I kind of always just sat there and just I was always around it. But my dad would never let me pick up. Uh, pick up that guitar because you know i was a huge athlete he didn't want he didn't want me getting the bad stuff but uh <laughs> you know so pretty much at 18 years old a guitar fell in my hand and i fell in love with it and i'll tell you what it's been my life ever since nice wow i love that man thank you for that answer man that's cool dude that's 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 some genuine down-to-earth real stuff man we love hearing that Yes, sir. I, I mean, I think everybody loves music. I mean, could you imagine the world without music? Drive down the road with no radio, man. There that would that would probably wouldn't be fun at all, would it? No, <laughs> there would be no world without music. I mean, I don't, it's not a world I want to live in. Right. Yeah. I'd be just dropping something on the floor just to hear a sound. Every yeah, every, <laughs> everything I've ever heard is a soundtrack to different parts and pieces of my life. And I've often considered some things a time machine that can take me back to a, a specific time and a feel. I couldn't live without it. At I all. completely agree with you, man. Right. I think there's a song out there for everything and everything. Mm. But, uh. Yeah, there is. But, but, dude, Billy, you've been a champ tonight, man. We've really cool. hit all the points. So, and I know you're a busy dude and you got a busy night. Um, we got one last question for you. It's our signature question. And yes, everybody that comes on gets this, and we always love hearing the answers. So I'm going to read you what the question is, and I'm going to give you a little instruction to go with it. So we, we call this best gig, worst gig. You answer in any order you want, but you got to answer both. Um, but he said, we want your best gig and worst gig, and this can be for multiple reasons. A bad gig can be for some miscellaneous reason. That doesn't mean the show went bad, but for you it was bad. Same thing for the good gig. So, what do you got for after all playing all these years? Oh, Lord have mercy. Ah. There's, a, there's been so many shows over the years, you know. Uh, uh, I mean, Car 54, man, we've played so many awesome shows. You know, we did some DC 101, DC 101 in the road shows. Um, we've played in front of thousands of people. We've played in, played in front of two people. Uh, but I will say... You know, probably one of the worst shows that we had was our very first show. We were playing at um, Heisman's, and we started out as an original band. You remember Heisman's, oh, right? Dude, we had we've in the middle all played of the there so many times. Oh my god! You know, we, you know, it was it was a Car 54 show. It was Car 54's first show, and uh, we had a lot of friends. So nobody even heard us play, but the place was packed because we had so many friends. So. I mean, it, it was it was crazy. So all these people were in front of us. We had this old phonic sound system that was bought at like a uh, guitar center for like three hundred bucks. It was just junk. Right. And um, so we, you know, we were all tuned up and we started to play. And then Drew Taylor, you know, Drew, Drew was our original bass player. And um, you know, Drew was playing, and I think he might have stepped on his he stepped on his bass cord, and it popped out of his bass in the first song <laughs> i think maybe a string or something was broke or or whatever and uh 
and that was pretty much like the first song and then we got our shit together and then it turned out to be a good time and that was the beginning of car 54 nice so really i can say that was probably the worst show and the best show all in one because we learned how to pull it out of our ass in the very first show in front of a bunch of people and uh, you know i'm not saying we were nearly as talented then as we were now but uh you know that was the beginning of everything so you got to be blessed for having the opportunities that you have in life and uh you know so i would i would say the first that very first show was the best and worst show fair enough i like that we've never had that answer before i don't think another guru first that's a first a best and worst show at the same time right i love the take i like the way you handled that (laughs) well man it's just the truth you know i mean yeah you know we all get up every morning and we just kind of do our day and you know uh we do the Ultimately, the can, most important right? thing is waking up healthy and being able to do today. But, you know, sometimes I get home from these shows and or home from work and I got to go out and do shows and I'm tired. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I just want to sit on the couch and eat Chinese food or something, you know. <laughs> and then I get to the show and it just music, man. It's just so magical. It just you just kind of just fall right into it, you know, no matter how bad you feel. It is. What's your favorite Chinese joint around here? Find it, favorite Chinese joint? Please say Hunan Star and La Plata. It was China Harbor down there in the Solomon's Island, but then I don't know what. I guess they packed, <laughs> packed up and moved out of town. So uh, I don't know. We don't. I don't really. We don't. I don't know what kind of Chinese we got around here. I now I eat a lot of sushi. So uh, I guess uh, I eat, I did. I eat a lot of that uh, Japanese food now. So there you go. Fair enough. I just threw that out there because I love that stuff too, man. So yeah, I love Chinese food. Yeah, Hell yeah. Too. Yeah, a little combination of fried rice would be good right about now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And some soup. I love it, dude. Well, good deal, dude, Billy. We love having you on the show, man. Um, And I'm going to reach out to you in the future, and we'll book you to come back on, follow up, see what you're doing, if that's okay with you. Sure, man. You guys keep doing what you're doing and keep rocking, you know. Yeah, man. We're repping Southern Maryland, man. Try to turn people on for us, man. Get them, send them over here. All right, brother. Well, I wish you guys the best, and uh, you guys be good. All right, man. Thanks, Billy. Have a good night, man. We'll talk later, all right? Thank you, Billy. All right, brother. Holla. Peace. Bye. Bye. All right. Wow, dude. Yeah, Billy's great, isn't he? <laughs> That's a good dude, man. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome interview. Awesome interview, man. Great. I love this take on yeah, him, Yeah, I, I saw him a, f- a few years back when uh, Casey's was still Casey's, and he was in there doing a- an acoustic show. And uh, and I really enjoyed it, man. So cool. You guys got to get out and check him out. He's he's obviously always available because he plays a lot. So you can catch him. <laughs> get out and see what he does. And he was paid a high compliment the other day by somebody I ran into that knew he was coming on. Oh. And who was that? That was that was Vinny. Oh, Vinny Barbarini. Vinny Barbarini. He goes, let me tell you something about Billy. When he gets to playing, he doesn't stop. It's like he never even takes a break. He is nonstop, like a machine. Wow. That impresses me. Because, you know, after 45, 50 minutes, you're going to need to take a you're gonna need to take a few minutes. Right. Vinny, Vinny was saying Billy doesn't seem like he, he just wants to keep going. He just doesn't stop. Wow. So if you want your money's worth. Check him out. Check him out. You'll get it. 
good deal, dude. But Ollie's Bar and Grill Soundstage Phone System handled that call, and and it's it's, it's gonna it, that was cool, man. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, we'll definitely book him to come back on soon. Oh, we will. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be a repeat offender. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> hey, so I want to transition into the Island Music Guitar of the Week. I want to knock this out now, get her okay. done. And then maybe do two for Tuesdays on the other side of the break before we get Mark Glass on the phone. Good call. I think that's how we'll work this joint out tonight. I think that's that's a good call, my friend. Cool, dude. So this week's Guitar of the Week was an ESP LTD series Kirk Hammock, Kirk Hammock signature model, man. KH602 in the purple sparkle finish, man. What a cool guitar, man. Beautiful. Dude, dude. Um... It was basically a back. I just did a bunch of Metallica music all weekend long with it. Dude, I had to, man, out of respect, right? All I did was play the fade to back all weekend, man. How could you not? Exactly, dude. I was like, yeah, dude. So, so I, I, I scoured the internet, interwebs, got some information together, and I'm going to share it with you about this guitar. What do you think? I can't wait. All right. So, I like when you do this because yeah, I stare at you. Well, let, let's uh, we're gonna bring the lights down in here one day. Why don't you hit that magic right. button over I'm there? I'm also let's, in charge of the lighting. Yeah, man, come on, show us some dynamic of the light. Nope, down, down. It's the big button. You got to press and hold. Big button, press and hold. Nope, that one, press and hold. There you go. There you're perfect. Oh yeah. Yeah. Man. If anybody needs me for lighting, I'm available. Right. That was great, man. Cool. So <laughs> back to the guitar of the week. So Kirk Hammett's new look and new sound, dude. The image of Kirk Hammett with his ESP solid body electric guitar slung over his shoulder have left an imprint on imprint on every rock guitarist in the last few decades, man. If you play guitar in the past 25, 30, 40 years, dude, you know who this guy is. Everybody does. Yeah, if you don't. Then I don't even know what's up. Get educated. So what this LTD KH602 does, it adds a few new twists to his beloved model because his shape and model's been the same for years. Right. To finish is just something new, and then they got some new pickups for it. So let's see where I was at. I turned away for a second, and you got me off track, Mr. Auburn. Well, I haven't even looked at you once yet. <laughs> so Get it together, man. The second update is the inclusion of Hammett's signature EMG Bone Breaker humbucking pickups, dude. And let me tell you, dude, those things just will kick ass all weekend, man. <laughs> you know, I did the riff all weekend. Well, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I know you're uh, You know me, I'm a metal guy. You're, um, so it's like you're a metal Marty over here. <laughs> right, man. yeah, metal Marty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. So it was built for Kirk's iconic style, dude. So while most guitars change their gear on a whim, Hammett has been using and abusing his ESP KH series guitars nonstop, man, for decades. A big reason for that is their no-nonsense, player-friendly design. And you'll find you won't find a comfort, more comfortable body than that one, man. It just was it just it's perfect to play, man. Is that an alter body? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly, dude. With the um Poe Faro fretboard, man. Oh, that damn Poe Faro fretboard. You gotta have the Poe Faro, man. It's cool. <laughs> Real cool. And um the bone breaker pickups, man, let me just tell you. Dude, they're crafted using Alnico 5 ceramic magnets, man. Or Alnico 5 and ceramic magnets, both of them together. 
So it's like some chemistry experiment going crazy in there. Wow. Whatever it is, it works. It works, it works, it works. It's a great guitar. It had the, um, the skull and crossbone inlays in it. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah. That, that brings you back, man. Um, and I got the tech specs, too, to this thing. So let's go over the tech specs. Because like I said last week, I'm going to try to do that more and more. Because we can talk about the guitar all we want. Let's well, we talk should, a little yeah, tech. Yeah, we could. But, I mean, it's Metallica guitar, dude. It's just got a different finish on it and updated pickups. Check it out if you're into the band. But I did see on social media today, Island Music sold the guitar of the week today. It's gone. It's, it's gone already. Sold. Sold. So you got to uh, gotta go tell them you're going to request it if, you, if they have any left to get. So. There it is. The very one that you're watching on the screen right now that we're reviewing has found a home that fast. That fast. It's that awesome of a guitar, man. It's, it is beautiful. So it's a solid body guitar. It's the Kirk Kamek signature. It's a right-handed model, six strings, oddler body, polyurethane finished. Of course, the color's purple sparkle. It's got a three-piece maple neck. Um, it's an extra thin U-shaped neck, so it's got a radius of 13.77 inches. Shreddy, shreddy, shreddy. Exactly, dude. Poe Ferro <laughs> fretboard. The inlays are the Kirk Kamek skull and crossbones. It's got 24 extra jumbo frets, so it makes solos so easy, dude. Jumbo frets make solos so easy. Yeah, you got, so, the, you got the good fingers for it. Yeah. Right, it's got a 25-and-a-half-inch scale length. The nut width is 1.653 inches. I like how they get that detailed with it, and players start going, I, it's too uh, They start arguing yeah, over a thousand. I can only have a nut width of 1.653. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I don't want this guitar. It's 1.657. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. I, I love it. Um, it's got a Floyd Rose 1000 um, tremolo system, and it works. Keeps it in tune, keeps it good. Um, it's got LTD tuners, of course, the EMG Bone Breaker Humbucker pickups. Nice. Um, two volumes in one tone and a three way pickup selector. And the strings come on it are Diodario XL 120s 9 to 42. It, it's, a, it's a shredding guitar. It's begging for you to just tear it up. Yeah, full, get in there and just. Full, full disclosure is, is um, I actually was messaging Jack on Monday after I dropped it off trying to work a deal on it. <laughs> and they already ah, sold it. It's already gone. Yeah, so then so far so so far for my deal, so Yeah. It wasn't meant to be, but it was a cool, cool guitar. I highly recommend it. I'm sure it'll get one back in soon enough. Sure they will. And just go check it out. But the guitar of the week has been sold, but Still go there, check it out. Ask yeah. to see the past ones. So, congratulations to the owner of this fine guitar. Uh, right. You know, enjoy it. Enjoy it. <laughs> but that's Guitar of the Week. I always thank Island Music for that segment. Thanks for sponsoring it. Thanks yeah. for giving us that access. And um, we look forward to seeing what next week brings. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, cool. Wow, another good session here, brother. What do you think? It's great, man. This is, is another awesome episode cool hey but we got a little pocket here we got Let's, a pocket yeah pocket of time all right i want to hear about your show with outside the wire this past weekend real quick then we'll take a break then yeah. we'll come back i'll do this i'll do this real fast um so saturday night down at the last drop in hollywood uh, i was asked uh just a couple days beforehand to sit in with outside the wire 
and um, I agreed because I didn't have a show at the on that night. And uh, it was a great time, man. It was a great venue. The band, I love those guys. They're so good. They're just really down to earth. So cool, man. Uh, I want to give a couple shout outs to Rob, sure. Rob Cord because I, I, he was there. I saw Rob Cord. Uh, Brian Grumbine with Spoiler was playing next door at Toots. And he was popping in on us in between his sets. <laughs> nice. So I got to give him a special shout out for Cold that. Cold He spent his time in between sets coming over and watching us for the five to six minutes he had before having to run back. That's cool. So I appreciate that, Brian, man. I know you, you know, you know how it goes. We've been, right. we've been at this for 20 some years together. And also Brent Robbins came out. Thank you for that. I appreciate the support. And Jason Mitchell. Nice, the Mitch. The Mitch showed up after his own show. He popped in. That's how he rolls. How cool is that, man? So, Jason Mitchell, it was nice, man, hanging with you. It's good to see you. Um, he still yeah. has to buy that pedal for me. Don't forget, I ain't forgot the Mitch. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be $40. Yeah, don't do not do that crap <laughs> around here, Jason Mitchell. We'll call you out. No, no, I still have the pedal. He just never picked it up. Did he pay for it? No. Oh, good, because you just that, that way you just didn't take his money. And he's no, no, gone, no, yeah. no, no. I'm waiting for him to come meet me. So, yeah. Mitch, come get your pedal. Come get your pedal, man. So, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Give a shout-out to those guys. It was a great time. Awesome. Cool, dude. We're up against it. Let's take a break. Thanks for sharing that. Um, and we'll get on, take a break. We'll come back and get Mark Glass on, man. What do you think? Let's do it. Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. What's up, y'all? This is Sam Grow, and you're listening to the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. The Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus, the only guys that would do a live broadcast from Dog Man. We see each other through different eyes. Oh, yeah. We're back from break, and we're in, in the show. It's just getting there, man, and then... I'm feeling, I'm in my happy place. Dude, that is soothing right there, man. It's like soothing tones. You hear that? It's like the midnight hour brought to you by Dan and Dan. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like we have, a cup of, we have a cup of coffee here. It's after midnight. Please send your request in and your long, long des- distance dedications. <laughs> yeah. It's the quiet storm. Dude, I'm feeling great, man. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I'm I'm energized. I'm I'm excited, man. I love it, dude. Billy's interview was fantastic, man. What a great dude to have on this show, dude. It's Southern Maryland's Music Talk Radio with the Guitar Gurus, Dan and Dan here, man. It isn't was that, fantastic. Isn't that great, man? Oh, you know what else is great is this. Oh, oh yeah, dude. <sighs> can I just say right now, man, that we are. So, so incredibly fortunate to do what we do every week. Oh, man, yeah. We're lucky. We're lucky. We're lucky. That's it. Right. We enjoy the hell out of it. Everybody has been phenomenal. The community rallies, the the listeners, the guests, just to sit here and listen to us talk and give them a platform that they can can talk on. Well, I mean, I love... This is great. Dude... We're giving all these local musicians a, a platform to discuss their brand, 
and now we've established an audience. So now it's more important than ever for these artists to get on here to to, to let everybody know that they're out there playing. I mean, yeah. we report the names the best we can with the Higgy on the beat. Yeah. And then through his schedule release and then Linarian, I got to get him on eventually. That dude's insane, man. He's been to every concert ever. Right. He's like, <laughs> dude, every concert. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I was first row, second row. <laughs> right. I'm like, dude, it's just a dude. I see the stuff come across with yeah. that guy. I'm like, wow, man. That's amazing, that's man. A, he, that's a show right there. You know? <laughs> so it's like, it is a show in itself, man. But I would love to just have a show where we all go over our ticket stubs because I've got a shitload. Well, dude, that dude's the grandmaster. Y'all should all like just. <laughs> we, we should just document all of our ticket stubs, man. It's insane. Let's do that one time. I don't have any of them. I Dude, I'm, I, I'm terrible with those. I don't, I don't throw away anything. I know, we know, dude. Let's do the two for Tuesday shoutouts, man. Let's do it, man. Come on, crank your voice up, man. Let's hear you singing. You know, this is my favorite part of the show, right? That's why I gave it to you. It is the two for Tuesday shoutouts, brought to you by the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. Sponsorships available. Yes, very well said, my friend. So, once again, I always start out with saying thank you for the likes, thank you for the shares, thank you for the support. And to all of you who did that today, click like, share. And here is your guru shout-outs. So, we've got Rob Cord, Jesse Adams, J.C. Moore, Angie Walker, Tim Elder, David Higgins, Rick Curl, Gail Wolf. Brent Robbins, Sean Kirkpatrick, Jillian Kalen, Sherry Scott, James Kobe, Jesse Adams again. I hope there's two of you somewhere. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> Mike Stacy, yeah. Mark Lambert and Vinny Barbarino. Thank you guys so much for the support. Thank you for the love. I love giving these shout outs. This is my favorite part of the show, man. You guys are awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm, I didn't mean to mess you up like that. Yeah, Jesse Adams twice. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that. Yeah, now get to work, man. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, real quick. Real quick. Special shout out to Nissan of Lexington Park. Thank you, guys. Love my car. Oh, wow. Are they going to sponsor the two for Tuesday? I wish, dude. They don't have no time for a guy like me, man. They're like, yes, you want to buy? Do. You want to buy a car? <laughs> yes, like, they do. I'm like, yeah, man, please. <laughs> no, no, for real, they, they hooked me up. They hooked my brother up. <laughs> so special shout out to those guys down there. Um, they they took care of your boy here. Good. So it's cool. So that's enough for the shout outs, man. Let's get our last featured guest on the Ollie's Bar and Grill Soundstage phone system. What do you think? What do you think? Let's go, man. I'm ready. You ready to talk to Mark Glass? Oh, yeah. You've talked to him before, right? It's been a while, but I'm ready to talk to him again. Ooh, formal interview on the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. That's right. I love it, dude. Give me some soothing tones while I get the phone system. All right. Mark Glass coming to you on the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. It's ringing. That sounds good. It's ringing. We're locking in the beast. Hello? Hey, Mark. It's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Sure, man. Let's do it. All right, dude. I got your mic hot. We're in the studio. I got Dan Alban here with me. Dan Alban, say hi to Mark Glass. Hey, Mark. How you been, man? I'm hanging in there. How about you, man? Good, man. It's been a while, but uh, I hope everything is going well for you. Yeah. Yeah, this is doing pretty good. 
Good, it's picking man. up now that the weather's heating up some. That helps. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> that helps a lot. I love the weather now, man. It's right there in that zone where it's just so nice. You can get out and play outdoors and all kinds of opportunities, man. Yeah, but it's, it's before the before the swamp weather comes in and then no one wants to do anything because yeah. you feel like you're in a sauna outside. Yeah, That's right. Swamp weather. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Christmas. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so, so Mark, dude, you, you're a long-time listener now. You know how the show works. Mm-hmm. Your, your first time on, your first question is your bio. Tell, tell us and tell the listeners why you're playing music, Where what drives you to do this do what you do in the music community by playing guitar and performing? Well, uh, I started playing, well, if you want to go way, way back, I actually picked up trumpet in like third grade or something, but it didn't really stick. Right. And I kind of wish it did. I kind of wish I stuck with it. But uh, so the way it all started, I honestly didn't really think I'd be a musician, but uh, my mom apparently overheard me just like banging around on like a pencil box and some like random stuff in my room to some song forever ago. I don't know. I, I don't even remember the moment. And then apparently she turned to my dad and I was like, you need to buy this kid a drum set. And so uh, I think next year, I think because it took them a little while to, to, to try to figure out how they're going to do this and deal with a kid playing drums all the time. But they got me a drum kit. It was my 14th birthday, I think. Nice. And uh it was this little, like, cheap dinky set. I destroyed it in, like, three weeks. <laughs> and so, so, for Christmas, I think that year, maybe it was, maybe I had the drum. I don't remember exactly when I got it, but I know it wasn't, like, exactly a year later because I destroyed the set. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to combine, you know, Christmas and your birthday this year, and we'll get you. They got me a Pearl set. And, uh, nice. man, I, I destroyed that thing, too. I didn't really, I didn't mess it up, but, I mean, I was... I probably play drums for two hours a day every day. Um, being a, I mean, I was always kind of the the nerdy sort of awkward standoffish kid. You know, I was a chubby white kid in school, right. and you know, I didn't really fit in anywhere. And um, you know, you just take out your your frustration. You know, you 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 know, this is how I would unwind at the end of the day. And also, I love playing video games, too, which is E3's got me wigging out now, but that's a whole other thing. I know, Final um, Fantasy VII, dude, next year. We get it. We it get looks it. so good. I know, I dude, I know. All right, back on track. I was freaking out all night. <laughs> yep, all right, back on track. <laughs> and so, started playing drums. Um, loved it. I still love playing drums. I don't have a kit anymore, but I mean, anytime I can sit in on someone's kit, like I always wanted. So I, I would, uh, sometimes they'll have me feature with uh, Matt Garrett at Buckets on the Thursdays. And I'm like, yeah, I just want to play drums. Like, I don't even want to get up and sing. Like, I just want to play drums all night. And he's like, nah, dude, you got you to gotta get up and sing something. I'm like, man, like, I just, <laughs> I want to just wail on the drum kit all night. You know, and I can't even do any fancy stuff anymore, man. I can just lay down groups, but that's like that's all I want to do when I get the chance because I don't get to do it much anymore. Um, and then I think I picked up guitar. I got so I got really, really into Dave Matthews, and that's kind of what sort of sparked my interest uh, with guitar. And I was like, well, if you know, if he can do it, I can do it. You know, <laughs> so which looking back on now is pretty crazy because Dave Matthews is actually a really, really good guitar player. I don't know if you've oh, sort of I know. analyzed his guitar playing, but it's so 
unorthodox and so syncopated and weird and man trying to learn like dave matthews songs as like a ultra beginner guitarist like it's no, like it was yeah. a fool's errand like i, I wasted yeah. hours when it was like i should have just learned easy songs right and i'm sitting there trying to learn like what would you say and you know uh, so much to say and and Jimmy saying like all those you know these weird songs that he would he would write um, and then you know it's it's funny people you know when they come up to me they're, they're like oh my god you have such a great voice like you must have been born a singer and all this stuff and I'm like no I sounded awful when I first tried to sing I still don't think I sound that great I still think I have tons of room for improvement but I think that's how you should be anyway as right. just a, an artist or someone who's enthusiastic about a craft i think you should never settle for where you are you should always try to be creative or more profound you know um and then (laughs) so i don't know if you guys want to hear about the first open mic i did as like a solo guitarist but is is pretty embarrassing i don't (laughs) it's probably probably makes for good listening Sure. But uh, what do you got? I was uh, so the very first open mic I ever did. I, you guys know you guys know Steve Nelson, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I met. That's where I met Steve for the first time. I think he. I don't remember if he was hosting it or he was just participating. And so I went to go play my first song, my pick, and like I was like, uh, I don't think I can do this. And then I like walked off stage. And I was like, no. This is this isn't for me. I'm a little too embarrassed to do this. Um, wow. And so you know, f- from time to time, you know, it's I've I've always been a musician, but I've not always been a performer. Uh, you know, playing drums in bands and stuff was was fun. And then I fronted a band uh, in my early 20s until I was probably about 24, 25, and we were. We were cool, man. I, you know, I had a lot of fun with that band, and I, you know, I'm, I still keep in touch with all the all the members. You know, I'm still friends with them. Um, we had a run of about four years. We actually had a house in College Park that had like a studio in the basement, and everything. We practice, you know, three four times a week, and we we record songs and stuff. I mean, it was it was fantastic. And then circumstances always arise, you know, when you try to bring you know four or five people together on one project, like you know. It's hard to keep. It's hard to keep everyone together and focused, and stuff happens. You know, <laughs> just kind of fell apart. And uh, I went into the IT world for about seven or eight years, uh, and this was happening while I was running the band too. So I was in the IT world for a long time, and um, I actually actually got fired from a government contractor job that I had, and and was like on unemployment looking for jobs for like a year and I for some reason I just couldn't find anything in the IT sector I was like well I need to do something so I just started like asking people for gigs I was like yo you need someone to play guitar you need someone to sing and slowly but surely like just like over the years I've sort of built up this network and um, now I'm able to do it full time it's it slows down a little bit in the winter but I mean during the summer like it's it's pretty steady so that's what I do now and that's uh sort of right. my journey i guess that's cool nice man good well wh- it's, wh- it's pretty boring there's no I'm not there's no there's no, you know the stories of me sleeping in my car in la or anything like that it's, it's nah, pretty grounded man, dude, you know it's a hard it's a hard way to go about things and anybody oh, for who, sure. who dedicates yeah. their time to do that because they feel passionate 
That that goes a long way, man. Now, there was a rumor you were living behind buckets. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know where you heard that, but <laughs> yes, yes, it's totally true. I was living in a van down by the river. Yeah, right? down by buckets. <laughs> That's an, it's, a, it's a guru exclusive. Mark Glass was living in a van down by the river. That's right. The tell-all story. Yeah, but, but it was really buckets. <laughs> it was a bucket. And it was a creek. <laughs> yeah, I dig it, dude. I so dig it. Uh, dude, so where, where are you playing at this weekend? What, what's your deal this weekend, next weekend? Uh, actually, this week, um, I'm going to be at, uh, this Thursday, I'll be at, Gridiron Grill down in Callaway from 7 to 10. Nice. And the other two shows I got going on are not local. Um, I'm playing at uh, Bar Louie in White Marsh. And that's a late show. That's like 9 to midnight. That's super late up up near Baltimore. Oh, wow. Uh, And then Sunday, I'm all the way out. You guys ever been out to Farm Brew out by um, Meriwether? No, but people keep telling us about this place. It's cool. It's cool. Um, I think it's, is it Meriwether or Jiffy Loop? I think it's Jiffy Loop. Jiffy, Jiffy Loop's Columbia, right? No, no, no. I, no. I think it's out in Manassas, which is Jiffy Loop. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's the one in Manassas. I always forget which one's which. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's, it's like right there. It's right, it's right by the, it's right by the big concert venue. And it's really neat. Um, they got, they usually set up even solo guys like me on this like massive outdoor stage and they've got their own sound guy. Like it's super professional. Uh, nice. really cool gig. So I'm looking forward to that too, but that's you know Father's Day, so there's a sacrifice of like you know I can't really hang out with my dad, you know, which I don't really see him that often. Yeah. So, but that's right. I mean, I can make up for it next weekend, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, trust me, your if dad's you all out, about you doing what you got. It's a yeah. it's a hallmark holiday. I mean, let's face it, it right? Is. It is. <laughs> it's capitalism out, at work. <laughs> if you go out the week after, there won't be so many lines at the restaurants yeah. you want to go to. So. Just do your thing, man. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, on the on the road doing your deal, man. What's been what's been some of the bad stuff, man? What, what's some of the headaches that you've encountered, and and if you could fix it, how would you fix it? I mean, are we talking like uh, like I mean, on a personal level, or you mean like as a, a music sort level. of a meta, like you know, level of music in general? Just what happens when you're dealing with the music industry? What's your, what, you know, what's what's your problems? You know, have you had any? Um, personally, I mean, just because I've, you know, I've never really tried to chart an album, you know, or a single or anything like that yet. So, I mean, I haven't really personally run up against any of that stuff yet. But I mean, if you're looking for my opinion on stuff, I mean, exploitation is rampant, and it's, you know, the exploitation of artists and their creativity is just awful and um i feel like because of the way in which it's marketed <clears throat> there's no no one appreciates the creative process very much anymore it's always about what you can sell and it's right. not about what you can tell you know it's not it's not about these stories anymore it's 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 always about we're just going to sell you five minutes of someone you know and and rather than you you know you actually get to know the person well enough and that's something that people have to really invest their own time in because it's not marketed to you because right, it's, right. it's not how it works anymore um that and you know uh i, I don't i don't necessarily know if it's a bad thing but I, I just remember you know you remember a long time ago 
you'd get scouted and make it. You know what I mean? Like uh, you would have an A and R scout, and he would listen to you and say, like, "Well, oh my God, these guys sound awesome, or you sound amazing. Like, let me work with you for you know a couple years, and we'll we'll get you on the up and up." And that doesn't happen anymore. Like, do you? They don't, they'll only invest in you if you already have something built. Right. And so that's that's also where you have you know this the the, the sort of short term, very cautious return on investment people that are like, well, we want to see our money return for sure in the next five years or otherwise we're just we're done and so you know a lot of that comes from the volatility of of the sort of uh, investment side of things where yeah i mean and that was it was always there i mean you know music has always been sort of a commercial thing it's just i think with the shorter attention spans now it's 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 has to be more immediate and it has to be more volatile and everyone's like okay that sounds great but what's the next thing right. you know rather than just say this is great let's enjoy it it's okay it's great what's the next keep going you know yeah they don't even so, they don't even let you get through what you're doing before they already want something else right that's, yeah it's that's you terrible, know man. it's it's frustrating but i mean you know that's that's capitalism too man that's just how yeah, it is yeah <laughs> i i prefer to keep it small and just just keep on doing what you're doing, man. Yeah. And, you know, that whole pop, I mean, what you're basically describing is what I, I realized is like a, the pop star life where it's like, it always has to be, what are you doing now? Even though you're still doing something at the minute, but I want to know what's next. I, I, I have a strong opinions about that whole thing and I'm going to keep to myself, of course, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I agree with what you're saying and what you know, it resonates. You you gotta figure it out. It's it's a lot of BS. <laughs> but I think but you know, we can you know, we can moan about all of the the wrongs of, of the music, you know, world as we know it, but when it boils down to it, well written, well performed music will never go out of style. There will never not be a demand for actual musicians playing actual well-written music. I mean, that's always going to be in demand somehow. I it just so. may not always be in the limelight, you know? Right, right. And so at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's so easy to get pessimistic about everything. But then you realize it's like, you know, if you spend some time, you know, and you write things that you want to express yourself rather than so many people try to write a hit and uh, that's where they fail. You can write a hit or you can write a song. You can write, you know, something that's important to you and people will latch onto that rather than just it being so cheap yeah. and being so simple and, and there, there being no sort of vulnerability there. And that's that's a word I really like to use is a lot of music nowadays lacks vulnerability. You can't read into anything. It's, all, it's always about partying and drinking and drugs and money and, and possessions and there's there's not a lot of substance to hang on to there and sort of identify with and that's you know i'm speaking specifically more more so on the pop no. end of things i mean there's still great you singer songwriter that. music being written and folk music being written and everything it's just you know it's yeah. not as as well marketed so you've got my full attention on what you just said because when i was growing up and even to the, <laughs> even to this day i take all the old songs i listen to and i I analyze what the lyrics are to try to relate them to my world because what they were speaking of was their situations. And like you said, now it's all black and white. There is no interpretation. It's all right there. 
I had a beer, and we went to a party. Oh, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. Good song, man. <laughs> it's, it, I understand why it exists, you know, and it, it goes back to the whole attention span thing where it's like, you know, as I don't know if you ever guys have ever heard of like sort of this the technological singularity, which says that pretty much technological advancements will happen so fast that it'll almost be like imperceptive in a way. It's just we, it'll just happen. And so that's that's almost what is sort of a diminishing return, an exponential diminishing of our of our attention span as technology continues to advance. And it's like you know we have to we have to vie for that you know limited amount of of attention space that some or attention real estate that someone's able to commit to something. So as you know as things become it's crazy as the world becomes more convenient, we actually have less free time. It's that's one thing that's sort of never really made sense. To me, you know, uh, yeah. from a logical standpoint, we keep getting advances in technology, and yet we have less and less free time, you know, to actually focus on on things. So that's that's always kind of throwing throw me for a loop. That's crazy, man. That's I mean, I agree with you. It's true, and it just blows me away. <laughs> how how in the world are we in a situation where? Things are supposed to be more convenient, but yet we're so overwhelmed. Right. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know, man. Wow. If you can crack that, let me know. Because there's something <laughs> I'll wrong get to work that. on it, man. Yeah, I'll, do I'll that. start. I'll, I'll get to work on all my conspiracy theories in a dark, dank basement and draw up all these graphs and everything, and we'll, 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 we'll hammer it out. Yeah, we'll get some tinfoil hats and shit, you know? Yeah, I'll... I'll I'll call up Neil deGrasse Tyson and he'll he'll help me figure it out. Whatever. All right. Well, if you got a direct line to him, well, dude, (laughs) he'll get Morgan Freeman to narrate it. It'll be fun. Wow, that was a time on Earth where we came down. (laughs) You know, (laughs) and then then Tyson will be like, "Pluto's not a planet. It's not a planet." (laughs) And then we'll get into argument. I'll be like, and it'll be a whole scene. I don't need that, guys. I don't need it. Yeah, we all need some anarchy, man. In, in the UK, Sex Pistols, good album. Well, I got to tell you, Mark. Uh, be, you know, before we we get you out of here, I got to say it was a pleasure uh, hanging out with you a few months ago back at Spoons. I uh, showed up there on a Friday night and we talked, and this show was still in its infancy at that time. Yeah, and, man, it's uh, really been growing. Like it's it's awesome. I yeah. appreciate what you guys do for you know all the all the music guys down here, man. It's it's crazy. Like we have a great music community in southern maryland you know and i feel like we sort of squander it isn't you it? know and the, and the fact that there's so much talent and there's so much passion down here yeah, you know it's beautiful man i mean yeah. this is a great time right now man so, so this dude, is the golden age of southern maryland man it really is yeah i agree i agree i think it's it's in that sort of part where it's developed just enough to where you know you have all of all of this new business and all this new capital coming in, but it's not overdeveloped enough where it's like everything is just like all about you know this uh, this machine of of productivity, you know. And I you know I hate to see it come to that because I mean when I, I grew up here, I grew up in Lesbia. I mean I grew up in White Sands, you know. Back I grew up on dirt roads, man. Like it was gravel roads, you know. And I remember forests everywhere before everything was paved and stuff. Yep. I used to have to drive, you know, 30 minutes to get to a grocery store. Yep. Wow. And oh, yeah. so. Wow. But 
Yeah, that's that's insane. Well, dude, <laughs> real quick, because we're coming up on it, man, and I don't, um, I want to ask you this question, um, it's, sure, man. It's best gig, worst gig. Um, your your years are jamming out, man. Just be quick about it. What's your worst gig and what's your best gig and why? So, man, that's a really hard question. Um, I, I guess if I had to choose, man, so I think the best gig I ever had, it's not necessarily even a gig. So I did a thing called the Maryland Music Awards a long time ago. Uh, and it this was after my band had broken up and I'd been depressed and didn't really do music anymore. And this was kind of like whatever, it's done. Um, I got invited. I didn't even really enter in to do it. I just was invited to do it. And they were like, Mark, you know, we have your recordings here. Really like you come in and participate in the Maryland Music Awards and perform. And so I did. And I mean, just the outpouring of support, you know, of the other musicians and the crowd and even my family and stuff. Like it was a fantastic night. And that sort of got me back into wanting to perform and wanting to write and wanting to learn songs you know again and so that was pretty that was pretty important um and i think for for worst gigs i mean i've i've had some not not so great gigs before but uh i mean it's i, I it's really hard to pin it on just like one um i just remember there was this one time i was playing this gig uh in virginia and I do, so sometimes when I play, I'll do like uh, body percussion on my guitar because I'm a drummer. I just can't turn it off. Right. So like I do that sometimes. And there's this drunk dude who, as I'm playing a song, comes up on stage and starts beating on my guitar as I'm playing the song. And I, I'm like shocked. Like I can't even believe this is happening. So I take a step back. And he like moves forward and starts drumming on my guitar again. I, I wanted to be like, yo, dude. Go away! Like, don't do this. You know what I mean? And then he has the he has the nerve to call me a d bag about it. And I'm just like, wow. what? Like, what? <laughs> so luckily, I mean, no damage done. You know, he was just drunk. Like, you know, nothing really serious happened. I'm I'm a pretty chill guy. Like, I don't really like to stir up trouble or anything. But I feel like if I had been a different person, I'd have just like shoulder checked him like right off stage. Like, don't you ever like do that? Like, no. Right. That's, right. Yeah. I still, to this day, like, I still can't really believe it happened, you know? Um, that, but that's more of, like, a spectacle of things. It's, you know, in yeah. the grand scheme of things, it was actually a really fun gig. It was really great, except for that one guy. See, but that's, but that's just the one thing that's, like, people, you know, I tell people, they're like, I can't even believe that happened. And I'm like, I know, right? Like, the, you know, the nerve, some people, you know, especially drunk people. <laughs> just, yeah, the nerve of drunk That liquid people. courage. Let me yep. tell you, man. Right. I have no sympathy for drunks. <laughs> as I, as I, am as someone who doesn't right drink, now. like I'm more of like a people watcher, really. So I mean, I, you know, I, it's funny. Like I play all these bar gigs, and they're like, "You don't drink at all." I'm like, "Nah, dude." Like, I just, it's not something I'm really into. And I, I just watch it happen, and it's, yeah. and it's pretty entertaining sometimes. It is. I, I, I noticed that when I saw you there at Spins, you, you didn't have, you didn't, you didn't drink, and you said you don't. Drink. Not really. And I mean, I, I enjoy, went, wow, you know, man, a, a so drink, drink every now and then. You know, I'm not playing tonight, so I'll have enough for both of us. Hey, um, man, you know, more power to you, man. Whatever, right, right, you know, right. whatever people enjoy. I don't judge anyone for their for their their way of enjoying life. I mean, no. I would say vices, but they're not really vices. It's just stuff you like. That's, That's right, how I man. About it. I function on a daily basis, so I'm okay <laughs> here. Uh, I got to say real quick, um, one more thing before uh, before we, we close this out. I remember seeing you um, for the first time 
back at the Phoenix Awards at Port Tobacco Theater. Remember what year that was? Was that like? That's what I was talking about. Yeah, that's that was, the show. That was the Maryland. Uh, that was the show. That was the Maryland Music Awards. Yeah. I can't believe you were there. That's awesome. I was there, and I remember that. That was that was oh, such a good time, and I miss. You know, you know, John's like he's had like open heart surgery. He had a heart replacement. I'm sorry. You know that, right? Oh, I did not know that. John Hunt, the guy who used to run the Phoenix, yeah, he lives yeah. out in Oregon. Oregon I, now, I yeah. Him on Instagram. Yeah, he just had a heart replacement like a month ago, and he's I've, he's doing good. I've been watching well, it, good dude. For him, man. Mark, I've been watching it. I'm That's glad cool. to hear he's doing good. Then. That's good, man. That was, yeah, I miss him. I miss John. That was a great night. He was a cool guy. That yeah, night, man. that night was awesome, man. Yes, it was. I think it was one of the best nights in like the local music like history down here I think it was a magical night and I'm glad I was there to witness it and I saw that and that inspired me to kind of be like we need more of this I'm trying to carry we're, awesome. we're trying to carry that torch that he kind of started yeah that really resonated yes. man yeah. and I remember I remember you being there I remember uh, I think it was uh, well little Paul was there there was a few other acts but there's little uh, Paul I think um uh, Dylan was there. Yeah, uh, I don't remember. If it was I think Justin was there? Justin Miles was there. Justin Miles was there. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a there's a band. I can't remember the band. They're still together. They're really good. I can't remember their name off the top of my head. They're that good. But yep. They're really good. <laughs> we call them two yeah, shits I've, in I've, a I've seen. The, I can't remember their name like six times in the last look, couple of months. Look, they're, they're really good. We call them two shits in a shake. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there because that that's been about like six or seven years and and I just remember that dude. You, you yeah, it's a, it's a while ago out. now. I mean, time keeps, time keeps marching on. Yeah, well, good deal, dude. Yeah, buddy. Mark, man, this was great, dude. Fantastic interview with us tonight, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show, man. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, it won't be the last time. Maybe no. actually, no. I don't live that far away, man. I, mean, I could come in the studio and jam out a song every now and then. Like that'd be fun too. Like I'm down with that. All right. We're, we're, we're getting that side geared up, so stay tuned. And, and dude, Awesome. We'll, we'll that's going to be really cool. We'll be reaching out soon, dude. we got big plans, but if, with everything, and that's a big plan, it takes time to marinate. And we're, we're cooking some good soup, uh, yeah. so just wait up. That's right. That's right. All, all, yep. every, every good thing takes time. That's right, man. Yeah, it's a lot of logistics of big plans, and we right. have big plans. So. Yep. So, dude. Mark, we'll let you go. I'll be in touch soon. We'll have you back on. Um, and do welcome to the Guitar Guru family, man. We love having you. Hell yeah, man. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate you having me on. You guys have an awesome rest of the evening. You right. got it, Mark. All right, man. Take it easy. We'll see you. All right, take care. All right, bye. Good night. Mark Glass, everybody. That was cool. He's cool, man. Very cool. He is. He is. Uh, he's. What am I getting ready to say? He's smart, man. man he's a smart guy, man. Man, you can tell. He gets it. Yeah, he gets it. And, he, and he's a good performer, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen him a couple. I mean, dude, I brought up a thing that I saw him like seven years ago. Exactly. Because it, it left an impression. Exactly. A good dude, man. Yeah, so man. Thank you, Mark Lass, for spending your time on the Guru Show tonight. Did you, you hear the song? I hear it. This is you our. Know what, uh, you know what that means. It's, it's, it's another episode is coming to a close. In that a, means in a minute or so. Wayne Johnson is the man. 
Yeah, man. Just putting together all the tunes. We love that guy. Yeah, man. It's good stuff. And so, when's Father's Day coming up? It's coming uh, up. It's, it's Sunday. Oh, it's this Sunday. So, um, yeah, this Sunday. Yeah, I remember being a kid on Father's Day. My dad's like, go get me a beer, beer run. Ah, <laughs> how, many did you, how many did you ever do one of those back in nah, the day? I remember being a kid on Father's Day and. And being like seven or eight years old, and my son goes, Dad, let's go. And I'm like, I don't have a license yet. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, man, dude, what a show tonight, dude. Dude, I, I don't even know what to say, man. Father's Day's coming up. Um, I've lost both my parents over the years, but, dude, if you get, if they're alive, man, go say hi. Yeah, That's yeah. That's all I'll to, say. Man. Got to. Make the time. Family is the most important thing in this world. Oh, yeah. But, dude, Guitar Gurus, we're Music Talk Radio, serving Southern Maryland and Southern Maryland musicians. Bands, send us your stuff. Let's get booking. Um, summertime's coming. Um, we got stuff going on, so we want to have you on and promote your band. Yeah. So reach out. Um, Ollie's Barn Grill, July 31st, Mortal Kombat Tournament. Registration forms drop Monday with the at, right after the guest lineup. Um, first 32 people to get them back in are locked in. We'll see how quick it is. We may add some more, but we'll see how it goes. Beautiful. But, dude, it's it's another episode in the bank. For, just hit two hours. It's Guitar Gurus. You good? We're out. Good. Love you guys. Thank you so much. We're out.